Y'all, I have not mentioned this on the show yet. I have not the opportunity to mention it, honestly, but I am nominated for my first award for this podcast. And it's actually me who was nominated, which is like a very big deal to me. It means a lot to me. I'm nominated for Best Indie Podcast Host by the Podcast Academy. So the Podcast Academy hosts an award show every year for podcasts called The Ambies. This year it is in Los Angeles. I will be attending the Ambies where I will find out whether or not I won the award. And even if I don't win, that's okay. But obviously I would love to win if you are a voting member of the Podcast Academy because only voting members of the Podcast Academy can vote in the Ambie Awards. Please, I would love your consideration. Take a listen, take a gander. I hope you enjoy the content. Hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy me. And I hope you're down to vote for me for Best Indie Podcast Host. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast to try to help Black people feel seen. Please feel free to donate to the show at the link in the show notes. And please rate us and write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, five stars only because we are five-star bitches, word to yo gotti. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and all of the things. I'm your host, Sequoia. And today, joining me to talk about Fallout Boy, you might know her as content creator Furious Nay online, Janae. Hi, Janae. Hey, girl. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, the vibes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm a big fan. I listen to your podcast. Like we, I feel like we are like sisters connected. Like, I agree. I just Kindle love, spirit. yes, I love everything that you're doing for the podcast and for our people mm-hmm. and just like making us all feel seen. Um, so I am an entrepreneur, I'm a, um, a business owner, and also a content creator. I'm still getting used to using that title to describe myself. But um, yeah, I live here in Austin, Texas. I've been here for about eight years, just trying to like make my way in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I love that. I love your content so much. I think I saw your content before I started the podcast or maybe shortly afterward, unclear. But if y'all haven't seen it, Janae will often be in a car or somewhere listening to emo music, pop punk, rock, and other genres of music as well, and just getting her life to it. And it is so fun. It's literally all of us. I see myself in you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Yeah. For all of us to help us feel seen. Of course. I mean, it was kind of a happy accident. Like I was on TikTok for a while. And I really didn't have a niche. Like I just was putting out whatever. And like the idea came to me as I was driving home from work, like listening to Paramore. And I was like, man, like I used to go crazy to this song. And I was like, that's the TikTok. I'm going to go home and I'm going to make it. Not thinking anything of it. And when I posted that, I was like, okay, I got a lot more of me. I can right. up a bit. Like let's tap into this for a minute here. And yeah, it's evolved. Right. It's just- beyond my wildest dreams but I'm having so much fun doing it 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 looks so much fun and I know exactly what you mean it's like oh is this what y'all like easy got you no problem I definitely can do this yes yes (laughs) and my defense is our segment where we bring one of our unpopular opinions and defend it for you all I don't have one this week because again I'm all tapped out do you have an unpopular opinion Janae that you would like to share with the class um, I do. And this was a hard one because I'm usually like an agreeable person. Like I see all sides <laughs> or when people make a statement, I'm like, 
I can like, you know, I can, I can understand that. Is but, she a Libra? I would just like to ask. Is I'm, she an, a I'm an Aries. An Aries? I'm what? I'm a nice Aries. But if you piss me off, you gonna see You'll see light. it. You'll see it. Okay. Out. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. I'm not, I'm not a fighter though. I love, I just love people, but yeah, I definitely have a dog. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about it right before we started doing the podcast because I was like, maybe I'll say this, maybe I'll say that. My unpopular opinion is that I hate when people ask me, what is your all time favorite song or what is your all time favorite movie or all like, because I don't feel like there's one thing that we can just say, this is like the best song in my life that, you know, res like I just think that what's your top five is a much it's a fairer question you know what right. I mean like yep. I, nothing more that triggers me when they're like well what's your all-time favorite song I'm like in what like context like what makes right. me nostalgic what was my favorite song when I was 16 what's what's my favorite mm -hmm. song right now like there's different answers for this like I don't I don't have anything for you I can give you top five though I'm gonna have to open my Spotify but I have a top five <laughs> That is such a good one. I've never thought about that, but it's such an overwhelming question. Like, it's like, oh, who's your, what's your favorite song? What do you mean? What's my, I don't, I could name three songs off the top of my head that could be contenders. I don't know what genre you mean. I don't know what you mean for the vibe. Like, that right. makes so much sense. I don't if you like ask that question. Me in like two or three years, I might tell you something different. So, does that mean it probably that will? Song? Probably not. Probably. Right. As humans, we're fluid beings. We're allowed to change our mind about things. What if we have an all-time favorite song that gets ruined by somebody that you dated? And then that song is, you gotta let it go. <laughs> or, uh, or bring it back and recreate different memories, which doesn't always work, but you know, it's the healthy coping mechanism that we have. Like, I just yeah. hate, like people are like, yeah. what are your, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. You There's about. eight million movies on the planet. Like what? I don't and know. More. I mean, they're not all good, but right. gems out there. <laughs> right. I mean, because if you know, I was gonna say if I say the Cheetah Girls, y'all gonna laugh at me, but maybe that is it. I don't know. A classic. A classic. You know, it's a classic. That's another thing too. Like when people want to analyze, like especially. So I went to school for film. And so mm. I would tell people that they'd be like, what's your favorite movie? And generally, if it's a guy that I'm talking to, they want to hear Sopranos. They want to hear, you know, all the big like, uh, what is it? Shawshank Redemption. They want to hear all mm -hmm. those. Movies. I'm like, I'm sorry, I might pick like a really feminine movie that you never even heard of or that you never saw. It didn't resonate with you. Yep. And, and I guess critics would not consider that like a great movie but to me it's a great movie for other things like it got me to a certain point in my life it got me through something so I'm just like let's ask top five only okay <laughs> I definitely feel that are you a Tyler the Creator fan at all um I like Tyler the Creator I'm not like a huge fan or anything like that got it mm -hmm. really into him during like the whole phase when he was with uh Frank Ocean like that whole yeah. team I love yeah. Era. I did not listen to his last album and I really should actually because I heard good things but it's good it is good Tyler did an interview where he said something similar to what you were just saying he was saying that he's tired of the pretentiousness and on like rap Twitter and just like in rap conversations where people are like tell me your your top five favorite rappers of all time and people list the same rappers over and over because they know that there's only certain acceptable answers as opposed to answers that really resonate with you. And he said when he's asking the question, he's trying to get to know you. He's not trying to get to know whether or not you align with the general masses in what way he's like, I want to know what got you through a hard time or, you know, why is 
anime this favorite or mine your favorite rapper ever right. you know when most people wouldn't say that but he's not saying it's wrong he's just like i just want to know about it, you wait. and that's so true i feel like it's kind of a confrontational question to ask somebody like what's who's your top five rappers because they're either asking you so they can sit here and shame you for someone yes. to, or like make you feel like you're not a real rap fan like it's just a hundred percent when I ask that question, I'm asking because, yes, I want to get to know you. Why is that your favorite band? Right. Is that your top five, you know, rapper? It got you through some dark times. Like, that's not going to have the same effect on everybody else. Like, it's just, I feel like we should be asking these things these things to get to know each other and not to, like, shame people for it or to see if you're, like, a real fan. Like, that's right. stupid and pretentious. We don't talk to that. It's corny. It's corny. Yeah. Corny people just be doing it. Yeah. It's just and corny. You can, okay. you can usually see it coming with people that you talk to. I'm just like, yeah. I'm not answering that. Or I'll give like a like a fake like answer, like the worst band in the world or something. Some niche right. <laughs> or like make up a band on the spot, you know? Right. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you never heard of them? <laughs> oh, loser. Oh, right. Maybe, maybe you should like, oh, like expand your horizons or something. Right. You only like mainstream. You only like pop. Mm. Yeah, like pop is so bad. I said that to um one of my girlfriend's like boyfriends. Like he's a really cool guy, but we were talking about actually different emo bands because he found out about my platform, and so we were talking just about like different bands we listened to in those times. And I'm telling him different things, and he's like, oh, "Okay, so you were like into really mainstream stuff?" And I was like, "Oh God." Okay. Oh, okay. Are you boring with this? Like, I'm, don't get me wrong. Like, it was like a fun little moment, but I was like, okay, like, that was, that was not fair for you to say. Here that. we go. <laughs> right. Here we go. Of course, this is where it goes. I have this My Chemical Romance shirt that I wear all the fucking time, and I was wearing it in Target the other day, and I went up to check out, you know, and the guy checking me out had really big gauges like you know ear gauges and yeah. i saw him look down at the shirt and i was like oh this is gonna be a fucking conversation and he's like yeah you know i saw my chemical romance years ago back in like the 90s i'm like okay and he's like and they weren't really well received because you know like i'm a real metalcore fan and they were at that type of show when people threw things at them and that type of stuff and i agree because how did we end up with an emo pop punk band like Michael Romance out of a very blah, blah, blah genre? I was like, okay, I just really just want my Cheez-Its and I want to get the fuck out of here. Please. That's what I was about to say. Like, me clutching, not me clutching my basket of, like, you know, makeup and shampoo. Like, who asked you, sir? Like, did I play? Like, what do you think about My Chemical Romance back in the 90s? Because you're a hardcore young man. You would look like you would know. I didn't ask you. Get out of my way. Like, move. Like, what, what, what are we talking about? I don't care. I don't care what your thoughts are on My Chemical Romance. I'm about to stop wearing these shirts in public because men love to <laughs> Yeah, stop. It is always that. And it's so funny. Side note, I almost I actually had my My Chemical Romance shirt to wear for this interview. But I was like, oh, that's two on the nose. That's two on the nose. Just <laughs> wear something else. But that is so funny. The, teach, the band tea conversation needs to be had. And I see it on TikTok a lot with a few other people that I follow. And they're like, wearing a t-shirt out and being accosted by people who are like, oh, yeah, name three songs. Name name the last two albums. Who cares? Who cares? Like, even if I've never even really listened to this band or seen them in concert, I'm spreading awareness. Awareness. My shirt and be like, oh, that's a cool shirt. Like, you know, I'm going to go check out that band. That band right. now streamers. Like, 
make it make sense. Why are you welcome. doing? <laughs> right. You're doing, you're doing way too much. At this point, I've started saying, oh, I've actually never heard of them. My boyfriend just is really into them and has gotten me the shirt because I don't even feel like having the conversation. I don't want to talk to y'all. Stop. Yeah. I thought the resting bitch face would be enough to be off-putting for y'all not to talk to me, but it's not enough. So. Yeah. And I feel like we were especially targeted because we're black women too. So Damn. like we get like asked, we're like, oh, you definitely don't listen to this band. You bought it because you saw it at Walmart or something like that. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's none of your business. Like, I don't know. You'll never see you again. Please get out of my face. Like, <laughs> don't worry about it. Why do you think I owe you time, explanation, anything? I don't know you. And yeah. if I did, I don't owe you shit. Right. Anyways. Now, now, well, we can curse now we can curse on this podcast. Oh, definitely, okay. please, 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 curse your heart away. I'm like, yeah, like, okay, that was a really good one. That was a very good one because it spawned into some other stuff and it triggered me. We're gonna move on. Thanks. We're gonna move forward. Song of the week. I have a song this week, but I would like to hear yours, Janae. What do you have for us? Okay, this was really hard for me because I felt like I should give a song within the niche of the podcast, but. Mm-hmm. If I could be totally 100% honest, mm-hmm. I'm seeing Beyonce next weekend. So I have been listening to Renaissance nonstop. And Hell yeah. the album came out, Heated has That's taken it. over my life. Like That's I can't get enough. I play it once, a couple, couple times a day, but I play it every single day, full volume. I'm trying to learn the rap part of it because I want to be able to like go off during the show. Like, Hell I, yeah. Uh, writing on this concert next weekend like I really show out even though no one's watching me but I have to like (laughs) you know I gotta do the the mute you know pause when she goes on like I gotta be prepared so I have just yes heated does something to me that other songs are not doing and that is my song um of the week (laughs) I respect that so much When when renaissance first came out that was the song of the week on this podcast repeatedly from me from guests we talked about Heated extensively. We talked about other songs on Renaissance regularly. It fits right in. That is yeah. well within the podcast. The The listeners are very used to it. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. And that's a good one. Heated right. is probably my favorite one. It, it is. And like, I love how that album, like I cycled through a couple different songs that I was completely Same. obsessed with. Of course, Same. Amy Superstar was like everyone's Same. favorite. It affected me a totally different way as well. But Heated kind of like snuck up on me. And I it loved did. That. When it like I didn't hate it when I heard it, but I was like, oh, this song is good. Like, and I just like went to the next one. And then I like I just kept coming back. And I'm like, what is it? There's crap in this song. Like you know what it is? It's the Drake effect. <sighs> like so much of Drake's music does that for me as well. And that was written by Drake, you know? Yeah. And like so much of that man's music just sneaks up on me. I'll be like, I didn't even like that when I first heard it, whatever. Next thing I know, I know every single lyric, ad lib, breath that he Art. takes. Every- it's everywhere. Yes. The, the two of them, it really makes some magic. So they yeah. do. They do. It's I'm song. seeing them both. I'm very fucking excited. I can't wait. I'm yeah. seeing Drake in like two weeks. I'm seeing Beyonce in September. I'm like, I should have got tickets. Like, what was I thinking? Why didn't I get tickets to Drake? It's like too many times. Too many people on tour. It's so many concerts. I only got tickets to the show because I saw the set list. I fully intended not to go to the show because the last Drake concert I went to, I was like unimpressed, uninspired, didn't like it, didn't like the set list, didn't appreciate it. And then I saw the set list for this one. And I was like, oh, I'll be there. Thank you. People can change. Things can change. I know. People can change. Hopefully. I'll give another chance. Is that something? Yeah, I don't care. We're going to find out. So I'm going to both. I'm very excited. Congratulations on your Renaissance experience next week or in a couple of weeks. You said next week? Next weekend. Yep. I'm going to DC. I'm a wow. Pastor. Have fun. 
I hope you have a fantastic time. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Okay. (laughs) My song of the week this week, I think you might know this one. Let me know. Okay. It is by a little band called Dashboard Dashboard Confessional. Okay. And the song is Vindicated. And it goes like, Vindicated. I know that. I am selfish. I am wrong. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. I love it so much. I heard it just like on an emo playlist. I was running. I had forgotten about it entirely. I ran the playlist and I was like, wow, a moment. Oh, yeah. That song, like one of my best friends was a huge Dashboard Confessional uh, fan. I I didn't really get into them until I like started hanging out with her a lot. And I was like, yeah. then they got something going on here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love that whole era of music. I really do. <laughs> it was a really good era of music. I miss it. I like went on a little mini binge a couple days ago with my boyfriend. We just sat on the couch for hours running emo YouTube videos, like yeah. music videos. It was so fun. I was like, wow, we used to be a country, a proper country. You know what I was thinking about? We, we, we somehow united. fell into, huh? We were united. We were united, okay, as a state. And I don't know what's going on these days. Yeah. We fell into a Green Day hole. And I was running some songs from American Idiot. And I was like, these songs could not exist in this way, could not be made in this way post-Trump's America. Like, I was actually kind of scared by it. You know, I was like, wow, I'd be scared for them if they made these songs today and it's wild that these were just spun on the radio normally back then and like nobody said anything we have become so further divided it's actually wild Um, to me it startles me and i'm not saying that twitter is to blame but i will say that like we didn't have that echo chamber of like immediate responses to this type of music who's listening who's not listening to it is it good is it not is it real music is it not and Mm -hmm. i think too what makes that whole era so special is that when we were that young like I mean, for everyone, when you're that young, everything's about you. Like, that's yeah. all you're about. You don't care what's going on in the real world. You don't care who yeah. It's all about what music are we listening to? Where are we going this weekend? What show are we seeing? Like, you know, what, what boys are going to be there? Like, it was really, we were just in our own world in that era. Yeah. Green Day, they did it for me. Like, I just felt like there was, like, a number of bands, Fall Out Boy included, that, like, everyone was listening to. You know what I yes. mean? It didn't matter, like, what color you were, like, what race you were. Like, you just everyone bonded over good music at that time or what was popular yeah it was like way less siloed like now when i look at the top 100 songs chart list i'm like i know maybe half of these and half of them i've never heard of never heard of the artist or anything of the sort because yeah. we're finding music's in such a siloed way it's not we're not all listening to the same things consuming the same things some people on certain sides of tiktok with trending sounds that make this song go viral and whatever and i'm just like i've never heard 50 percent of these songs i don't know if it's just because i'm getting older or what but that's what it <laughs> i think it's a lot of things i think like i'm very much a two things can be true kind of person like i yeah. feel like people argue back and forth i'm like both things are true you guys like there's a middle yeah road. there's nuance i with you as well like I feel like there's so much music coming out and there's so many people and I think it's because yes we are older but also it's easier to get your music out there it's easier to blow up so and there's a lot more people doing it and it's harder to Mm -hmm. keep up with now we got real jobs you know we're not in high school just sitting around you know listening to music collecting different albums and stuff I mean some people are but that's true I got a full-time job and a dog I can't (laughs) damn right I got a I got a baby aka a dog I don't have a dog either but if I did that would be my baby yes and a full-time job they don't want me to be able to listen to music anyways they don't no, want me to be able to have time to buy it. 
They don't want me to have fun. They want me to pay my taxes and go see people that I'm already familiar with. <laughs> um, telling you literally that. And guess what I do? Pay my taxes and go see people I'm already familiar with. Absolutely. And I hate that for me. I'm ready to expand. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's what this conversation has told me is that I'm going to go find some new music today because I've had enough. Y'all are not going to keep me yes. down this way. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you for indulging my foolishness, by the way. Always. Okay. Before I explain who Fall Out Boy is, I wanted to take a second to shout out a new podcast called Sugar We're Going In. You might have heard the promo for it at the beginning of this episode, but in case you didn't, once you finish this episode, go listen to that show. It's a deep dive into the symbiotic relationship between Fall Out Boy and hip hop by Scarlett Estelle. It's fantastic. So go check it out. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Now, who's Fall Out Boy? Fall Out Boy is an American rock band formed in Wimlet, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago in 2001. The band consists of lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist Patrick Stump, bassist Pete Wentz, drummer Andy Hurley, and lead guitarist Joe Toman. The band originated from Chicago's hardcore punk scene and was formed by Wentz and Toman as a pop punk side project. Some joined shortly thereafter. The group went through a succession of drummers before Hurley joined. Their debut album, Take This to Your Grave, became an underground success and helped the band gain a dedicated fan base through heavy touring. Take This to Your Grave is cited as influential on pop punk music in the 2000s, with Wentz as the band's lyricist and Stump as the primary composer. Fallout Boy's 2005 major label breakthrough from Under the Cork Tree produced two singles, Sugar We're Going Down and Dance Dance, and went double platinum, transforming the group into superstars and making Wentz a celebrity and tabloid fixture. Okay, what about Fallout Boy does it for you specifically, Janae? Oh, man, I don't know what it was, but... I remember hearing Sugar We're Going Down and I kind of just like wrote it off in a way. Mm -hmm. As it gained popularity, especially in like in my high school, I was like, okay, like, let me like listen to like the whole album and like see what they all have. And as I'm starting to listen to it, and of course, like, you know, Dance Dance came out too. That's on the same album. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, I feel a real freaking old um it is, yeah. <laughs> it is on the same album you're not like, once dance dance came out i was like okay like let me give them a real chance and i'm one of those yeah. people an album comes out i need dedicated time to listen to it from top to bottom either yeah. in my car 
or with headphones all the way through uninterrupted. So yeah. like when new albums come out all the time and people are like, oh, have you heard this? Have you heard this? And I was like, no, I haven't had my moment to like sit down and really like take it in. Yes. <laughs> like, just like listen to it and all like the um, the music composition and the lyrics and all that. No. So <laughs> I started like, I got my license, I think that year. So once I started driving, I had that album, of course, Manic at the Disco, My Chemical Romance. Yes. I- I really like this band. I really do. It's it's by far like one of my favorite bands from that era for sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you say you started listening in high school? Yes. Mm-hmm. And your first song that you heard was Sugar We're Going Down? Yeah. And then so I you remember were there from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. And like there were even people at my high school who were like, Oh, like that's your first like Fall Out Boy album that you're listening to. Wow. Oh, like, well, excuse me. <laughs> I okay. Was like, yeah. Then, like, you got called a poser for just not getting into Fall Out Boy when they had commercial success. Like, damn. Like, right. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, that Dance Dance video coming out swept the school, you know, obviously swept the whole world. And I was like, this is a band to pay attention to, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your favorite music video by them? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, who doesn't love that song? And, like, just the the actual energy and like I was in high school when it came out the music videos also kind of like people in high school as well and of course who can like forget like when um Pete I was talking about Pete when he does yeah. a little hard the video yeah. and, like, and then he like licks the bass and I was like okay like, happening so, to me girl and then you find out he's like half black I was like god damn like okay I was gonna talk about that absolutely y'all Pete Wentz is half Afro Jamaican okay yes. <laughs> I thought maybe like a quarter, an eighth, because I remember hearing like, oh, Pete Wentz is black, but I was like, oh, okay, sure. He's like, yeah, you know, he's he's an eighth black, you know, technically black, sure. This man is half. Yes. I was like, okay, like I'm I'm really paying attention to him now. I'm gonna support him no matter what. Like, and you know, as you know, a black kid listening to that type of music, it really makes you think, man, if he can go out there and do that and not you know, care about the judgment, the critiques, like, you know, feeling like he doesn't belong in that world. Like mm-hmm. that makes it more comfortable for me to be a part of it too, you know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Definitely feel you on that. I think the first song I heard by Fall Out Boy was Dance Dance. So I did not interest Sugar We're Going Down. So if they thought you were like a poser <laughs> for just getting in the beginning, baby, they was like, you don't even belong here. Get out. You're not one of us. <laughs> And I like didn't pay that much attention because full transparency, mm-hmm. I think Dance Dance is their most overrated song. And so I didn't really like it like that when it I was like, Dance Dance, okay, sure. Y'all like it, have fun, have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then I heard Sugar We're Going Down. Mm-hmm. And like I as I went back and kind of paid attention to Fall Out Boy, I heard Sugar We're Going Down. And I was like, mm, this one though, something about this one is really doing it for me. It's like it has more of a grungy feeling to it. I don't want to say grunge as in the genre, but it has more of a grungy feeling to the guitar riffs on that right. one. Right. And I love it. It's so good. It is so good. And I just love that, like, the whole running joke was like, I don't know what he's saying, but we love the song. Like, <laughs> the chorus. Because, babe, what are the lyrics? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? And we all just mumbled it and just kept it moving. It was fine. Sure did. My <laughs> favorite... Uh-huh. Okay. My favorite Fall Out Boy line does come from that song, though. The Loaded God Complex, Cock It and Pull It. I like that one. That's just good. I have a very distinct memory of uh, when we were all um, 
coders on MySpace, of course. We all started yes. our journey coders and um i actually made like the graphic with that that lyric and everything and there was like a gun with like the whole gra- it was amazing but you I, made it like i i was able to take like a photo that like maybe a fan art or something like that and then like added like the font or whatever and then like made yeah. it my headline in my myspace and i was like i'm an artist like yes. i'm a coder and i should be making a million dollars for these kinds of layouts um what's next <laughs> And should. We were doing HTML, a whole coding language for real, as literal children. Yeah. Pay me. Pay yeah. me what I'm worth. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think um, Dance Dance had resonated with me so much was because at the time, like, I was doing a lot of dance classes. So, of course, you know, when it's a type song like that, we put it on. And we did choreography to it. And it just always just got me in a good mood. Like, and I don't know. I just... I, I never get tired of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, I definitely feel that my boyfriend's obsessed with it. And so he'll throw it on just to annoy me a little bit. I'm like, turn it You're off. Right. Turn it off. <laughs> I don't turn that one off. But yeah. I get lot, lots of people love that one. That one makes sense. Is that your favorite song by them, you would say? Or do you have a different favorite? So I feel like as a Fall Out Boy fan, you would choose from either this album or their first album. Yes. Honestly, my favorite songs came from their Fully Ado album. I'm not gonna lie, like really. Oh my gosh! Please do tell. Album. Um, she's my Winona is absolutely one of my favorite songs by them. Okay. Like I played it over and over, and I was playing it earlier today to get ready for the podcast. I was like, there's just something about this that just like gets you up and moving. And then also, of course, thanks for the memories. I mean, that's mm-hmm. from Infinity on High. I want to say. Mm-hmm. And actually, a few weeks ago, I found out that it was Babyface that Rome produced it. Did you know that? Yes, I found that out when I saw um, his Tiny Desk. Babyface did Tiny Desk, and he did that song. And I was like, why is Babyface doing this damn Fall Out Boy song? That's why. And it, like, changed the song for me because I started listening to it. And then you just start hearing little bits that you would hear in, like, a classic, like, R&B song, maybe. And you're like, Babyface. Do it like this a little bit. Give me, give me that line like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, this just changed everything for me and explains so much. And of course, you got Jay Z, you know, Pharrell on. They're heavily, they're heavily influenced by them too. And yeah. I think once Jay Z came into the picture, it was also easier to like be a Fall Out Boy fan too as a black person because like yep. put that stank on it, and then also yeah. like black people fucked with like Linkin Park too. So, you know, once Jay-Z and Linkin Park got together and then him and Fall Out Boy got together, I just think it gave it like, not a credibility, but just for me, especially this type of music, I felt like I kind of had to hide from a lot of people, you know, like my black friends and everything like that. Cause I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of being called white girl, all this stuff. And, And my secret, my favorite thing is when like, you're talking to another one of your friends and you just like listen to hip hop together primarily. And then like one of your like rock song comes on and they're like, oh, I love this song. And you're like, you do? Yes. We best friends. Like, (laughs) but Jay-Z came into the picture for Fall Out Boy. Like my brother's a perfect example. He's a huge hip hop head, R&B. He really does not listen to any rock, I don't think. And so play that for him. I was like, you know, Jay-Z is like helping them. He's like in there, you know, he's writing songs and stuff and he was like okay that's cool you know yeah she's like oh okay I can get behind this now I understand where you at Mm -hmm. yeah I read preparing for this podcast well first of all Jay-Z is on Thriller a track from Infinity on High but I also read Mm -hmm. coming from this podcast that 
Jay-Z asked Patrick Stump to be on his 2006 album Kingdom Kingdom Come, but Patrick's writer's block prevented the collab from happening. He was too, he just couldn't, he couldn't do it, but he was supposed to write a hook for that album. I mean, I don't blame him. If Jay-Z came and was like, write a hook for me, I'd be like, I absolutely not. (laughs) And like, it was in person too. Like, oh. it wasn't even like he was like, go write, go write it and get it back to me. He like went to the studio. He said Beyonce was there. Like oh. all the big hitters were there. This from from an article that I read for this podcast. And he was like, I just couldn't do it. And he was like, I blew it. I blew the Jay-Z thing because I couldn't do it. I would absolutely choke. I'd be like, you know what? I'm sorry. Excuse myself. I'm very embarrassed by this. Please don't tell anybody this happened. I, I know. Poor Patrick. I heard that he wanted to do like more R&B sounding music. I heard that somewhere. I forgot where I heard that. But yeah, which I can hear from his voice. I believe it. And I think if he came out with that, even today, we would still we would accept it. Maybe we would just, you know, digest it and, you know, welcome him into our arms. Mm -hmm. 100%. We'd be like, come here, Patty. Lay your lay your head right here. Yes. Yes. Straight into the bosom. Yes, absolutely. We will accept that. But yeah, it seems like there's a lot of mm, symbiosis, as Sugar We're Going in podcast speaks about, speaks about specifically, between mm-hmm. Fall Out Boy and hip-hop, rap, Black musicians as a whole, including Pharrell, like you mentioned, which is very cool for them. I feel like for, and this could just be me speculating, obviously I'm, I'm not a non-Black person, so I don't know what non-Black people feel like, but I feel like when non-black people get a cosign from black people they're like wait yes <laughs> they're like this is so cool like this is so good and i feel like they got that and i'm happy for them although pete wins is is a black he's one of ours We're you know he's one of us he's yeah one of us. and mm-hmm. he's making moves and he was a trailblazer for us so we love it <laughs> and i love that my favorite Fall Out boy song is I'm like a lawyer with the way that I'm always trying to get you off. Oh that one God. does a lot for me. I think that one's on Infinity on High. Not 100% on that, but I think it's on Infinity on High. But I love that one so much. I want to agree with you. I actually have, like, have my last bottom line just in case. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an amazing song. I love that song. Like. Mm-hmm. That Infinity on High, that came out the year that I graduated high school, senior year, had my car, played that song over and over and over. I distinctly remember my Chevy Malibu. It was so, every time I hit some kind of like bump in the road, the album skipped, whatever I was listening to, whatever. Oh my God. We'd be in my car, like me and my friends, like singing at the top of our lungs. And then like when the car would like over a bump, like all of our voices could be heard. I was like, oh my God. That is so cool. That's so high school. <laughs> and I'm like, one day I'm going to have a nice car. And now like, I all the cars that I've ever had because of that. I love it. Good one. I love that. Back when they had like, yeah, a million words in their titles. <laughs> oh my God. They sure did. First of all, bands at that time loved that. I don't know what yeah. was up with that naming convention trend. Yeah. But they loved that at the time. Because <laughs> I was like, what even is the name of the song? It's, it's me and you. The name of the song is me and you. Right. Okay. And it's not. It's called I'm like a lawyer with the way that I'm always trying to get you off. Why is it called that? Please, y'all. Yeah. And like, I've always been bad with so- song titles. Always. Like, I can always, obviously, when I hear the song, it's very familiar to me. Like, like I know it just by the notes. Like, I just don't, I don't ever even listen or look at the titles. Yeah. I also like in my brain where I'm not 
listening to the words when I hear a song. I'm listening to everything underneath it. Same. I know what a song is about until 15 times in or when someone gives me like, oh, don't you just love this song because it's about how he's, his dad left when he was young. And I was like, it is? Right. <laughs> like, no, I'm the exact same way. We listen to this. Right. Like, damn. Okay. I've just been singing along with the lyrics, not really paying attention to what was going on. Like, I didn't know that it was that deep. Okay. Like, there are certain songs like that I'll do for my TikTok that like, I, I, I have a smile on my face because I'm happy. I'm dancing to the song. And people in the comments will be like, man, this song is so fucked up. This song is so sad. Like, oh. well, well, yeah, it is sad. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be performing, you know? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's why. Yeah. It's really it's sad. sad. Yeah. It's um, exciting, you guys, if I'm sitting here, like being actually sad, you know? <laughs> I'm so sad. Yeah. No, sorry. Yeah. You thought that I was like headbanging out of fun, but it was really out of sorrow. Yes. So keeping my feelings with a smile on my face. <laughs> right. 100%. Yeah, they did love a long title. I do not know. And also trying to decipher the the meaning of that song or what they're talking about in the song did not help because the music video was also entirely different from the title and then the actual song. So the title of the song is I'm Michael Laurie with the way I'm trying to get you off. It seems like they're singing about relationship stuff just general like heartbreak type things maybe a relationship not going well ending which has nothing to do with trying to get somebody off right in an orgasmic way and then the music video i'm not sure if it was uganda or rwanda i can't remember which african country it was oh, but it was just that's what it was it was like a civil war in one of those countries and i'm like oh my god what is going on what is the song about yeah how am i supposed to feel when i listen like also a weird era for music videos to be honest with you it was kind of like i think it was a huge battle between what the band wanted and then what the record label wants and mm. i do feel like they come to the record label with an idea and they're like, well, let's tweak that. And then once they are actually shooting, they're like, well, the record label doesn't want this and this and this. So we're going to put this and this and this in it. And now the whole main idea has been lost. But like that era of music videos in general, general was a weird time, but also it really like, was sick. Like I'm here for it. No, <laughs> like I wasn't mad at it. Aren't you doing that? Okay. <laughs> right. It, it was a fun, it was, it was good. I had a good time with it. Speaking of music videos, on yeah. my little binge of emo music videos, I was watching Thanks for the Memories, and yeah. one Kimberly Kardashian popped up it's in the music video. She's in the music video. She's the lead girl. What? It's it's wild. That's I have I haven't seen that music video in a very long time. She's the main girl. She's the main girl. Yeah, at the end, that Pete like ends up kissing. They're like, that Thank is the song, right? It's like. Yes, thanks for the memories. Yes. Mm hmm They kiss like a real profound, like close up kiss too. Oh my, oh my god. That's it was so, wild. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, very strange though. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> you know what I mean? And add Pete Wentz to the slew of black men that have been a part of the Kardashian clan. So there's that. <laughs> Welcome, Pete. <laughs> another Pete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not another Pete. Pete. Yeah, Pete. Pete too is now Jeez. part of the Kardashian clan. Oh no, I had no idea. I've not seen that music video in such a long time. Also, where are the music videos? I don't understand why we don't have 
that coming back. Like I understand that like mom is like what draws everyone in and pays like the commercial or like the commercials pay for all that. Like that's how they pay their bills. But like we really need like a different channel or something like that that's still just as mainstream as MTV. So at least just for like two thousands pop rock, I would be happy mm-hmm. with that. I definitely feel you. I agree with you entirely on that. Now, okay. You can only keep one of these songs, okay? Let me know which one you're going to keep, what you're going oh. to discard. Okay. It is Dance Dance. Thanks for the memories. And This Ain't a Scene. It's an arms race. You can only listen to one of those songs again. Uh, for the rest of my life? For the rest uh, of your life. You can never cut on any of the other two again. How could you do this to me? This is awful. <laughs> um, I was not emotionally prepared for this question. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like I'm trying to like listen to both songs in my head. Um, yeah. I mean, thanks for the memories and dance, dance. And I've done TikToks to both of them. And I mean, I really, I would really like to go with thanks for the memories. I think, I think that's going to be the answer. I might regret saying that, but that's what I'm going to have to go with. I just think it's so much more theatrical. It's it, so theatrical. I was literally going to say, you took the word straight from my mouth. It speaks to the musical theater kid in me. And I uh-huh. really, I just loved just the whole, like in the beginning where it's like all mysterious and like, you could just see like something creeping in the night and then it just, yes. like, it's super hype. And then like, you can headbang, you can twerk to it. You can do all the things to it. Like I just, yes, wonderful, beautiful song, but it's like kind of the same all the way throughout. Like, thanks for the memories kind of has just like different elements to it. So that's yep. my answer. That is a really good answer. That's my fine. That's also my final answer. I'm definitely going to keep thanks for the memories because of how theatrical it is. Those violins in the beginning. It's so fun. Yes, it's incredible. Like, it just makes me feel like I'm back on stage and I'm like, it's like Phantom of the Opera or something like that. It literally feels like that. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, they need to make this a Broadway show. Right. We could read. Just like stretch this whole thing out and make a show out of it. <laughs> they really could. I think uh, Green Day had a Broadway show. They did, maybe yeah, American, yeah. Jesus of Suburbia. Yes. Or American Idiot, one of the two. It was titled one of the two. That's it. Do you have any last thoughts about Fall Away that you would like to share with the class? Um, I gotta say, I I really love Fall Out Boy. I loved their newest album that they came out with. I really feel like it kind of brought them full circle. Um, just they're so close to my heart and I hope to one day see them live. I think I heard on another podcast that you had said that you didn't really get to go to a lot of shows. So you were in college. Was that? Yeah. Yep. So I was kind of the same. I really did not go to any of these shows until later and I'm kind of a homebody. So it really kept me from like making an effort to go. So I hope I get to see them one day and I just, I love Fall Out Boy and I hope to do more TikToks with them. And I just want to thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Like you are doing the best thing possible for us and just like letting us all feel seen, letting us all talk about the things that we enjoy that you don't ever see us talking about. And I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much today for coming on. I have been like, since I saw your TikToks, I've been like, I need to ask her to come on my podcast, like real bad. And I finally did it. I was like, okay, you have to make a plan to do it. Like you need to remember to do this. I would love to come back too. Oh, please. You saw, I sent you the list of potential topics. So if there's anything else from that list you want to talk about, or if you have any ideas that you want to come chat about, please, I would love to have you back. So. I would love to come back and talk about the Veronica's. You gave me an oh. option for Fall Boy and the Veronica's and it was a hard choice. And I felt like we could talk about more about Fall Out Boy, but I would like to come back for the Veronica's, please. Hell yeah. You. 
let's do that okay we'll definitely do that we'll have my friend jewel on she also really likes to veronica yeah. so it'll be great we'll have a great time janae please let the folks know where they can find you on the internet and plug any projects that you have coming up or anything you would like to talk about you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, at FuriousNay. And if you would like to buy one of my lovely shirts with a curse word on it, it says absolute the fuck not. You can find it at shopfuriousnay.com. Hell yeah. <laughs> absolutely the fuck yes. Go buy those shirts. And per usual, you can find me at BPLPPod across Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can email me at blackpeoplelovefairmore at gmail.com with episode topic recommendations, hate mail, feedback, or anything else. And that's it for me. Bye, y'all.